How's your appetite for horror? Today on Podcast Magoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria, and it is I, James. And it's me, Autumn. And I hope y'all are hungry. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> Was that a planned thing? Like, did I, did I subconsciously decide not to eat before this so right. I can just, so I'll be ravenous by the end of this episode. I mean, my stomach's already growling. <laughs> so if you guys hear that, yeah, so I, sorry. Yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> I know that there's been episodes where either my stomach or your stomach has growled. Oh, oh yeah. And this one is definitely going <laughs> to be going. But the timing of the growling usually matched up with us like talking about monster or something. And mm. I was just like, eh, it works. Our stomachs know. <laughs> so guys, yeah. Um, welcome <laughs> to another episode. Today, as previewed in the last episode, is about horror themes in food. Yeah. Which, you know. Baffled a lot of us. A, <laughs> And I say us because this was James's idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not alone, guys. If you if you saw me randomly asking what kind of foods you like, uh, and you're just like, I, I know this is cryptically, because uh, you know usually about a couple of days before the episode airs, mm -hmm. I'll I'll message out you know something that's a question that's related to the episode. Yeah. With hopes that someone answers, and some of you do, and I thank you. Yes. So if you don't, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, so I may have, there was this sensation of, did I paint myself into a corner <laughs> for this, uh, for the concept of this, uh, of this episode? And I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. No. No what? <laughs> I didn't paint myself into a corner. I had plenty to talk about. Well, uh, okay, James, what, what is horror food to you then? Oh, boy. Because Ooh. I got a good idea, but. <laughs> so. It's easy to to go, oh, well, horror food, stuff that's sold for Halloween, right, like Halloween candy right. and stuff like that. Right. And you are kind of right. Mm -hmm. You know, outside of the obvious spaghetti noodles and peeled grapes. Yeah, because that's what I think of, <laughs> yeah. honestly, like haunted yeah. house stuff. You know, the hot dogs with the fingernails on it and for yeah. like witch's fingers, you know, sure. all that fun stuff. There are food products that have existed over the years that are, you know, either themed after licensed products or, you know, licensed media, you know, so it's like tie-in foods. And I'll get to those in a second. I have examples mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and stuff like that. But it, it's just, I don't know why, but I, you know, I've been obsessed with the concept of horror themes and foods since I was a kid. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and yeah, a lot of it is definitely like the month of October, for sure, you know, um, is when you see a lot of it. But there were there were products over the years um, that weren't. And there's one specific one <laughs> that, <laughs> that led me to this idea. Okay, uh, that that is not that wasn't just Halloween. Okay, so without further ado, because I feel like if I explain any more about it, I'm going to give away. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. 
So, and, but, and I don't think that you're talking about like the obvious, like you know, Snickers wrapped in Halloween yeah, themed yeah. wrappers. And, and, okay, and and lame and, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> let me get on a tangent real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and and this isn't because I think closer to Halloween, I might do a top, you know, Halloween candy, you know, like our picks or whatever. Nah, okay, but yeah. but I do have a bone to pick about that. Is I do not like. When someone comes at me and says, my favorite Halloween candy is Kit Kat or yeah, that's mini not a, Snickers. That's an everyday candy. Yeah, I can get that any time of the year. Just because it has a witch on the print doesn't <laughs> doesn't change it. It's yeah. not a special flavor. <laughs> no, like, it has to be, like, something that's actually that. You know, yeah. like a uh, jelly-filled eyeball, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Well, well, the thing that comes to my mind, and though they're not necessarily horror-themed, Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the little like peanut butter pumpkins and the mm. coins with like the monsters on yes. it and stuff like that. That's very specific to Halloween for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially like, uh, when I think of like horror themed stuff, because sure. those are very specific. Yeah. And, and this is perfect to segue into, cause yes, I will, I will address the elephant in the room of how, of Halloween candy and stuff. Cause there are some products that I do wish that we, that were still available. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, those peanut butter pumpkins and those, and those, it was like the half chocolate, half peanut butter coins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause it was like peanut butter chocolate. It wasn't like proper peanut butter, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it kills me because of the fact that Palmer candy brand took over yeah and it's not the same yeah i don't know if the coins um haven't always been palmer but i definitely know that the the little pumpkins used to be a different company i think yeah. so i don't know i don't know if they would taste the same under palmer because yeah. they had their their chocolate seems like it would be different than how they used to taste well and that oh and and, and palmer chocolate god help me uh, <laughs> but Palmer, I think, over the course of the past 15 years, and it's not like I, I haven't watched Unwrapped on Food Channel so, or Food Network, so I don't know if there's a story here. But it seems like um, something happened, like there was a changing of the guard yeah. with Palmer where the quality of their candy mm-hmm. really declined. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like because they're like a Dollar Tree candy now. That that's what because now they're crazy yeah. cheap. Oh yeah, and I remember them being like not like the most expensive candy, but it wasn't. You weren't getting it for dirt cheap, and right. so I don't know if maybe that's the reason why the quality's not there. We're not here to talk about Palmer. <laughs> what about candy corn though? Okay, so <laughs> candy corn counts. <laughs> okay, because it is very specific to yeah. Halloween. It and is Halloween is. Yeah. Yeah. considered horror under the horror theme it's under the horror umbrella as we've discussed in our what makes horror horror yes um <laughs> do i think exclusively candy corn for horror themed food maybe not so much unless it's being used utilized mm-hmm. as like teeth or yeah, nails, teeth, or nails. Something. Yeah, yeah 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 um if you <laughs> I'll tell you what i would definitely categorize it horror if somebody made a cob of corn with candy corn which, and ate it like I know they do it. People have done that. That's horror. I would eat that though. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I love candy corn. That's rough. Oh, <laughs> I just like I'm thinking about someone doing that and then like making like that like a butter flavored like caramel 
like <laughs> to like just really take it to another level. Yeah. And that's disgusting. I mean, candy corn's popular enough though that over the years we've seen different um versions of it like, yeah. you know, a couple of years back, I think uh Hershey's Kisses did like the little candy corn kisses and yeah. those were so good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh candy corn. Uh it's funny because it's controversially like everybody it's candy corn is the fruitcake of yeah. Halloween. Yeah, for sure. And yet yeah, you can find first of all candy corn products mm-hmm. of all sorts of like from soaps, t-shirts, yeah, you know, like Crocs, <laughs> little plushies. Plushies of candy corn men. Yeah, what? Yeah. I don't know what, what but yeah, it's but, also but despised. People, yeah, people hate it's, it. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> It's hard to explain. It's a weird, it's a phenomenon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, one, like, so specifically for me, I have two things that are almost exactly the same that I really want to talk about okay. uh, uh, in regards to di- uh, more or less discontinued Halloween slash horror themed candy. And that mm-hmm. is Brock's used to have dem bones yeah yeah which i i absolutely loved them i i'm a i'm a big fan of smarties and uh sweet tarts mm-hmm. smarties uh is is i think like neck and neck with candy corn oh yeah a lot of people don't like smarties yeah. because Pe- they're chalky well and yeah people mostly like to you know grind them up and act like they're doing a line of, yeah of, yes and um but I also like Necco wafers. So. Well, I love Necco wafers. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> but but yeah, like I like those chalky candies. I don't know I, what it is. Yeah, I wish I had gotten to eat dim bones. Yeah. If you guys don't know what dim bones are, well, let me explain. You know, as I've, as you can kind of figure out what they were like to eat because I just compared them to two very specific <laughs> things. However, they were little bone shaped candies that you know were more or less sweethearts, and and they were really good. Um, however, the superior of, of this kind of candy, mm-hmm. in my opinion, was Mr. Bones. Uh-huh. And Mr. Bones was, uh, they took it to a whole other level because not only was it the little, like, skeleton pieces and stuff, but they were interlocking. So you mm-hmm. could actually build a skeleton, um, oh. out of the candy. That's cool. And it also came in a tiny plastic coffin. That's that candy. Yeah, I, okay. I, I do. <laughs> if you haven't caught on yet, I collect things. <laughs> uh, I do still have somewhere um, one of the plastic coffins. Aww, uh, yeah. From from them because I used to use it all the time when I was when I was playing with toys and stuff. Yeah, I had never gotten this candy either, but I do know somebody like. I only knew about this candy because of this person. They had they have one of the little coffins, mm-hmm. but they had had a funeral for their pet aunt, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so the little ants in the coffin and everything. I wish I had a little coffin to play with too. <laughs> it was really fun. It was really like yeah, um, I would have loved I, that. I had I I would keep when I was little. I would keep all the ones I got, and I didn't get to have this candy very often because you know it was. I'm assuming it cost more than regular candy because right. it was in a plastic coffin um and so yeah like i didn't get to have it very often so and it I, was an activity too yeah so. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and so um i i used to have i know that i had multiple coffins but i know that i think now i only have an orange one 
and it's somewhere in all my old stuff. So if I ever find it, expect a picture. Unfortunately, I use some, you know, lost food websites because, guys, I have, I have, uh, as usual, I made a report (laughs) for the episode, Uh, you know, um, and so on there, what it looks like is the last time that um, the Mr. Bones uh, was available to purchase Mm-hmm. was as as late as 2013. Oh, wow. So it yeah. has been, it was around for quite a while then, huh? Yeah. Some of the other products I'm going to bring up haven't been around since like the 90s. Uh-huh. One of which I think stopped being sold at least in the early 80s, if not the late 70s. Dang. <laughs> so I could have gotten my hands on one of those little coffins. Oh, absolutely. Way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, now I'm But curious. we didn't know the name of the candy. Well, also, I don't remember seeing them. Huh. Um, I mean, maybe they were in candy shops, like sugar and stuff like that. Or maybe, like, uh, they became an overseas candy. Could be. Could be. Because that is the fate of some of the products I'm going to be talking about. Okay. Of course, you know, those items are more specific to Halloween. But I want to talk about some, you know, that weren't just October. Some that you can get during the fall season and sometimes outside of fall. Hmm. Which I'm going to start strong with this, which is this this is the item that uh, I have been obsessed with since being a child. Uh Uh-huh. That pretty much was my inspiration for this episode, which was the Vampire Secret Ice Pops. What are those? (laughs) So, if you guys haven't had them, um, they're the Good Humor put out ice pops that they were they're completely black except for the center they had a cherry like goo that represented blood. Mm-hmm. So and, and and the actual like ice pop was cherry flavored too. So it was double cherry. Oh wow. And it was so flipping delicious. That ah no wonder I didn't know what that was because wow, it sounds like a lot of food dye. Oh it was. It was absolutely I, I would not have been allowed to eat one of those. Tons of sugar, tons of food dye. It oh, was wow. it, yeah, um it sounds best. awesome, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and if you guys haven't, you know, I'm sure most of the listeners haven't had these. If you have, cool. Um, but if you haven't, if you have had from Popsicle brand the um, shortly lived <laughs> Nickelodeon, um, like, ooze pops or, uh-huh. or, or, like, gack pops, I think they became eventually, where it was, you know, orange ice pop with green it was bubblegum flavored, though. The The slime Ooh. in the side was uh, was bubblegum flavored. But those were very, very similar, huh. just from a different brand. Probably different flavor, too, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, assuming. Full, yeah, yeah, because it was, it was orange and then bubblegum. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it was it was extremely limited release, at least around where I lived. I remember, my, I remember the first time I saw them, we were at the grocery store, naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as you do. As you do, walking down the frozen food aisles, oh, as you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember stopping dead in my tracks because it was almost an entire section was these boxes mm-hmm. with like, you know, a cartoon vampire on it going, hey holding on to a black ice pop that's got you know the blood oozing out of it right oh, i was wow. just like i have to get this oh wow yeah <laughs> and and my parents were just like eh, i don't know i was like please and i'm Aww. like okay yeah you know so they got it and it was amazing and so 
it was my goat. Like it was my favorite ice pop for that little amount of time it was available. Um, now the unfortunate thing is that it is no longer available in the United States, but it is available. It is. (sighs) Okay. This is where we get into a weird kind of situation with these because I found, I found a blog, a food blogger. Okay. That, um, and I might, I might put the link on our website at some point in time, or I mean, on our, our Facebook page, just in case you guys want to learn more about this ice pop. <laughs> <laughs> but what I thought was interesting is this person, too, has been obsessed with this ice pop for a long time um, and was trying to hunt it down. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I thought was neat is that while they were searching, they actually found a vendor that sold them um, the, the sticker decal for an ice cream truck. Which is just freaking cool. Like, yeah. I would love to have that sticker. That is awesome. Um, wow. But as they were looking, it, yeah, it slowly got phased out. And, you know, it got, it definitely got limited to just being a Halloween uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, around 91 is probably the last year that it was, like, actually full-on available. Right. And then maybe a few years after that, it was limited release. Definitely not on ice cream trucks. Right. Uh, in the United States. Hmm. However, up until at least like the you know early 2000s, it was available in like Canada, Brazil, the UK. Of course. Yeah. Um, Good Humor stopped producing it. But then another company came out with uh, Vampire's Deadly Secret Bars. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very similar. And then there's also Dracula bars, which are, it looks like it's a completely different thing. Because it looks mm. like it's more like um, an orange creamsicle. It's still black on the exterior, but it's red on the interior. So I imagine it's probably like, you know, cherry ice pop. Right. And then like shell with a, like maybe cherry ice cream center. Maybe. That's yeah. what like, no, that, I don't know. That sounds better to me. I like the kind of creamy center. Yeah, I, I would definitely be willing to try it. Yeah. Um, however, like, yeah, I don't know that that blogger doesn't know also cause they, they couldn't find anybody to reach out to, to ask what it tastes like. I guess, uh, the creamy creaminess though, doesn't really make it look like blood yeah, that was the thing is it didn't it wasn't authentic enough. Yeah. Yeah. You probably so. give that to really, really little kids so they don't <laughs> get freaked out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, staying in the same the same concept, because here's the thing. Ice cream novelties for mm-hmm. horror kind of a it was kind of a standard thing. Yeah. Good humor. Back at it again. Um, with something a little bit more traditional, which are full on not available, <laughs> and, uh, was 3D Monster Pops. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I saw the picture for those while I was doing my research yeah. and I wasn't sure if you had known about them okay. or what. So I think that I may have had them when I was little. I, I don't know because they were more, they were definitely an 80s yeah thing. yeah but from what i could see of them it looks like they were very very similar to the um the disney character ice pops yeah that's that, what popped in my head oh, first yeah. when i saw them which those were delicious yeah i really wish that those were still a thing the monster pops looked freaking delicious oh yeah because yeah, yeah. it looked like they had more flavors mm-hmm. than the disney ones and um you know i could see why well first of all like 
monster stuff, horror stuff kind of, you know, as we've discussed before, has kind of calmed down. It's cooled down. Yeah. And so I can see one that it probably wasn't popular enough to keep it on shelves all the time. Plus, you have to be a very specific kid to like monsters yeah, and absolutely. stuff like that. So. Um, well, we moved on. Like, society cartoons and stuff moved on from that kind of stuff. You right. Know, Scooby-Doo kind of took a back seat and and some other things kind of became more important. Right. Um, now, the other reason why a lot of people think that these got discontinued is because the mummy, it was very obvious that after, like, sucking on it for a little while, uh -huh. the mummy was very phallic. Oh, no. It was already kind of, like very phallic to begin with. So parents complained. Oh, yeah, because, I mean... It's just... Uh, oh, that's so silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, like, uh, it, it probably wasn't so great. I mean, from all of this, though, it you could argue that desserts kind of have the market when it comes to horror-themed foods. Oh, absolutely. Because for me, I always think of stuff like, you know, gummy bugs and worms, mm -hmm. which are sweets, or like Count Chocula. Like, that's the obvious one there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Count Chocula, Yummy Mummy. Um, uh, Frankenberry. Frankenberry, Boo Berry, and um, what's the werewolf one? That's the one that, like, nobody talks about. Brutal Wolf. Is he even around anymore? No, no, no. Well, it's it's flat out just uh, Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry. Right. Like, uh, Yummy Mummy was discontinued. I've got my own beef about Yummy Mummy that oh, yeah. we're not we'll, going to we'll get into. Oh, yeah, we'll tell that story yeah, one day. Maybe, maybe someday. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that might not be even be on the, an actual podcast, Megoria podcast. That might be on a completely different thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how much business it has on here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, cereals. First of all, cereals are the easiest because yeah. um, you can just slap, slap a logo on a box of, of kicks and call it something. Yeah, and you parents know. will buy it for their kids. Oh, well, and the kids will beg for it yeah. because, it's because of the box. <laughs> um, and that is a perfect segue into my next thing, which is promotional items for licensed uh, materials. Um, we'll start with Ghostbusters, which right. had with a cereal. A cereal, yeah. yes. It's had a couple of iterations of, of its cereal. Mm -hmm. um, best described, I think the most recent one was definitely kind of like a booberry because it was like a fruit. I don't know why... Um, Ghostbusters cereal is fruity. Yeah, I think I remember it also had like uh, marshmallows in it mm -hmm. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember the box; it was shiny and yeah, uh, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I am also a kid that's a sucker for licensed cereals. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but Ghostbusters was no stranger to licensed foods, kind of like Ninja Turtles and their ooze pies. Ooh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> they were delicious. <laughs> I wish that's something that you know. I wish they would bring back. Not mm -hmm. horror, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, unless they, like, here's, here, okay, all right, real quick. What if they made a remake of The Blob? Okay, and made, and made a pie where it was, it was you know, like it's like. Blackberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. jam in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would yeah, eat that in a heartbeat. That'd be delicious. Yeah. Or if, if, if they ever made a remake of The Stuff. Oh, yeah, put marshmallow filling in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, if there's any marketers out there listening, I'm available. <laughs> um, yeah, Ghostbusters had more than just cereal. Yeah, you can't you can't mention Ghostbusters without mentioning the biggest thing. 
Ecto Cooler. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So Ecto Cooler was a regular uh, thing in our pantry when I was a kid. Same. Um, I, my, I was crushed when they discontinued it. Yeah, it was it was definitely one of the few things that I could have that had food dye in it. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, it was so good. Yeah. Now, if you guys haven't had Ecto Cooler, it is it's it's basically tangerine orange high C. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It doesn't sound like anything special, but there there's something about it that tastes so magical. Yeah. I, again, I don't know if it's a packaging thing or if it's or, or what it is, but because um, I remember before they re-released Ecto Cooler for the for the the remake of Ghostbusters a few years ago, pretty much everybody was just like, you can still get Ecto Cooler. It's the tangerine high C. Yeah. It is not the same. It, uh, well, I mean, when they brought back Ecto Cooler a few years back, it yeah. did not taste the same. No, 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 no. You know, and so it's just like, you know, now, of course, when they brought back Ecto Cooler, you better believe I bought a case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we sought it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to order it because none of our n- none of the stores near us uh, carried it. Yeah. Um, even though they were listed to of. So I think somebody somebody snagged a pallet. <laughs> but but yeah so yeah ecto cooler phenomenal sticking in the same run of thought for licensed foods and stuff and sticking with cereals oh um, going back to the cereals that's right adam's family <laughs> yeah uh you know adam's family of course had like which i had that cereal too mm-hmm. and um i still have Oh, imagine this. Oh, can you believe what? guys, if you can just assume that whenever I talk about something, I have something related to it. <laughs> It'll save me from having to say, Oh, I still have. Just assume. <laughs> um, but I do have uh on the back of the cereal box they had like little character cards. Yeah. And I still have the like several of the I, character I cards. St- I still have a few of those too because it, yeah, it was the full family. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, and 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 Tully, and Tully. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I loved those. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I like the cereal was obvious mm-hmm. because Adam's Family came out early '90s, yeah, so of course everything had a cereal. a cereal. But uh, there is a specific um, <laughs> there's a specific product that I I will forever be amused by. Um, in regards to Adam's Family cross promotional stuff, and that was when the Adam's Family cartoon came out in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. They had <laughs> they teamed up with Tombstone Pizza. Yes. Which, awesome. Kids love frozen pizza. Right. Kids love the Adam's Family Kids cartoon. Kids love the Adam's Family cartoon. So it's match made in heaven. Did they make? pizzas based off the characters no 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 they they went the cheapest route that they could have possibly have gone because what the special adams family tombstone pizzas were was it was a normal tombstone pizza but on the back of the paper like label Mm -hmm. they had collectible prints of Fester, Gomez, Morticia, cousin it, and yeah. disappointment. Super disappointment. Also, not a great strategy because of the fact that the paper label tends to touch the pizza. Yeah. 
So well, at least I didn't do it on the cardboard, yeah. like under the pizza. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. Now I think that that would have been better because the dough is drier than the oils and like the pepperoni and the sauce yeah. and all that. Because I was like, I had, I do not still have any of these, um, but I did get a couple of those pizzas. Tombstone <laughs> was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, for the longest same. time when I was little, I don't. No, they pulled a Palmer. I don't know what happened, but they, their, their quality changed over the it's years. It's because they didn't, they uh, they couldn't put any more money into their commercials anymore. So. That's right. Yeah. When they stopped doing the what do you want on your tombstone slogan. Yeah, that's when it went downhill That's for when the sure. flavor changed, yeah. Did the, the, like the CEO die or something? <laughs> uh if you guys know what happened to Tombstone, let us know. Oh, God. <laughs> but um, that's pretty much all I want to talk about as far as uh, there's there are many other um, examples uh, of, of food, cross-promotional food stuffs. Yeah. But a lot of it, like a really a lot of it comes down to cereal. And it'll be like, you know, kind of like, uh, I don't know, just relabeling of, of stuff that already kind of pre-exists. Yeah. You know what I wish they would have put out? What's that? Because it's something that also came to mind when I thought of uh, horror foods. Mm. Why didn't they ever put out like a canned version of Elvira's like casserole or something like that? Uh, I'm glad you bring that up. Because every time I watch that movie, even though it's disgusting, I want some of that casserole so bad. I get incredibly hungry. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that. Guys, do any of you get hungry? Like... <laughs> I don't know why I was I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about that in this episode. I did. Well, and because of the fact that I want to eventually talk about Elvira, but 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 yeah, no, it's horror food. It's definitely horror food. Mm -hmm. So it's fantasy food. But like, yeah, I, I like I always when we watch that movie, I always go. Yeah, and then I, I have to make tater tot pie because yeah. it's the closest looking thing to what she makes. <laughs> See, for me, I always end up really wanting uh, turkey stovetop stuffing, huh? But with like a like just a little bit of extra butter and water in it, so it's mm -hmm. a it's a little bit more of like uh, it's not dry. And some it's Fritos got, on top. Yeah, maybe 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 some Fritos on top. <laughs> like, um, but but yeah, like I just I don't know why. Like I've always associated stovetop stuffing with that. But this uh, this does segue into what I kind of want to talk about with promotional um, foods myself. Mm -hmm. A long, long time ago, mm -hmm. I had bought an Elvira-themed coffee that was uh, pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was like maybe my second or third dragon con that i went to that i oh. bought it so it's a it's a actual place in atlanta that puts out this coffee but i have not been able to find it since then um you know it's funny that you you uh you bring that up because i can't remember if it was when i was searching um for horror foods or if um uh, or if it was just a weird coincidence because you know elvira i, I naturally i follow on instagram yeah um I want to say that she just recently, like, posted about, like, hmm. drinks. Well, like, different drinks that were that was coming out. I will say this uh, coffee company also put out a lot of other, like, horror-themed mm -hmm. uh, coffees. Like, yeah. I know that there was one for Audrey, too. Uh -huh. And I just, 
If anybody happens to know what I'm talking about, yeah. if they know the company, please, please, yeah, please let reach me out. know. Yeah. Or if you're from that company and you're listening. Yeah. If you're please. making new flavors, like we'll definitely try them on the show. Yeah. Sponsor <laughs> um, us. Yeah. 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 I don't want money. I just want the drinks. Yeah. I mean, I if, want if, the money, if, if money happens, that's, I'm not complaining. Like I haven't had a better <laughs> pumpkin spice coffee. Oh, wow. Like even, it, it was even better than Starbucks. Whoa. Okay. And yeah, I really wish that I could find it again. But. Meh. Wow. All right. Well, I instead I get to cry on my pillow every night trying to <laughs> trying to find it. <laughs> so dramatic. Uh, I'm now going to pivot um, to the last part of the horror foods because, you know, some of you guys out there maybe aren't consumers. Maybe you're a little bit more into the camp of doing it yourself. Maybe you are cool with the spaghetti noodles and uh, and and peeled grapes. Yeah, I get it. Little. Making little witches brooms with Reese's cups and yeah, pretzels. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or going really just just get a uh, a tissue uh, and a rubber band on on a uh, on a lollipop. On a lollipop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make a little ghost. Yeah, yeah. If you're not so great at the cooking, um, <laughs> but there was for a little while a uh, a show on Netflix uh, called The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Yes, she is another subject that came to mind when this uh, theme came up. And I imagine that a good chunk of our listeners probably had to have watched this. Yeah. Because if you're with us at this point, then it's obvious that you're a horror person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If this is your first episode, well, welcome. (laughs) Uh, Sorry that I didn't say welcome in the beginning of the episode to new new listeners, but, you know, better late than never. You did say welcome, like, twice at the beginning, so. But that was just to our regulars, (laughs) because I'm so happy they came back. But these new guys, you know, I don't know them yet. Uh, Anyway. But, yeah, so if you didn't watch the show, it was... it's 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 it was neat. It was really neat. I was super mm-hmm. excited whenever they were coming out with it. Yeah. Uh, so we've got this, you know, internet um, chef personality, Christy mm-hmm. McConnell, teamed up with Jim Henson Creations. So it's got to be good. It's got to be good to make basically like a Martha Stewart esque, you know, cooking show mm-hmm. uh, on Netflix that Ooh. had. It had a little bit of story. A little bit. Yeah, there was always a narrative to the each episode. Yeah. You know, um, and she had uh, some little puppet sidekicks mm-hmm. and stuff, which was fun. That's where Jim Henson comes into play. Yes. But, the th- you know, and, and, and it was good because of the fact that, I mean, it definitely had that kind of like Elvira feel. You know, mm-hmm. like horror presenter feel because yeah. there was a lot of bad puns, a lot of looking at the camera and the and the music going. Wah, wah. I do like how uh, straight faced she was the oh, whole yeah. time too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that therein lies kind of like the the, the problem with the show mm-hmm. is that um, I think her really dry sense of humor mm-hmm. made it weird. Um, yeah, because the puppet characters were extra goofy right like there was it was there was this weird silliness that um and i find this with a lot of like the modern muppet stuff too where it's it's like you know it's jim henson stuff but it's just there's something it's just not lining up right and i don't know what it is if they just didn't know how to play off her deadpan humor 
or what, but like that was just for me. Now, the the actual elephant in the room for this show <laughs> was the fact that it was possibly one of the worst cooking shows. Well, yeah. Because if you didn't have, first of all, 15 hours to make whatever it is that she was showing you how to make, and I say showing you how to make with quotations here, um, <laughs> you also had to have all the like you had to have been a subscriber to like pampered chef you had to be you have to have like all of the fancy tools and and you'd have to have a freaking culinary degree yeah because this wasn't because it was she would start out with you know something simple that anybody can do and then it would go into the like the really big projects yeah which i honestly thought that was part of the joke yeah uh, I, i thought that it was funny and it turns out that people didn't like the show because of that and i'm I, like I'm but that, that's those people. the humor i think that's I, the humor you're not I, honestly supposed to look at this big victorian iced house that she made and go yeah i can do that yeah <laughs> you know i think i think that if it would have been presented a little bit less like a how to do mm-hmm. and more of a i'm going to do Right. Um, that I think it, it was because she would talk to the camera and go, okay, well now you're going to use a cup of flour. You're going to get the, get, be sure you get your confectioner's sugar ready and, you know, chill, chill your eggs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, yeah, it's like, oh, well in 17 hours when the custard sets, that's when you can add, you know, the little candy hearts that you made. Um, you know, while you're waiting for the set and then not tell you how to make that, not, how, you know, and so there's big yeah. chunks of like instructions that like I can cook. And so when I watch a show that's, um, especially a horror show <laughs> that's trying to show me how to make something more than just, you know, um, witch's fingers and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, I want, I want to know how to make this stuff. And, you know, it was, it was a lot. I will say, though, that some of the techniques that she used uh, definitely did come in handy, especially on my end with the dessert making. Sure. Like, oh, as, yeah. as I said, like the Victorian house that she makes, uh, the way that she did her frosting, like she mm-hmm. actually showed you how to make like the spikes for the teeth and stuff. See, and that's, and so that was nice. See, and that's the thing is and I think that's that's why, you know, the show didn't do so great is because of the fact that, again, you did learn. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, I I think uh, I think they definitely needed to retweak the way that they wrote the humor. Mm-hmm. Maybe absolutely. I think that also if they would have used utilized the um, the puppet characters as a representation of the audience mm-hmm. instead of just being there to make stupid jokes and kind of have a narrative for each episode, if they would have used the puppet characters to go. Oh, well, how would you do that? Let me show you. Mm-hmm. And then step by step, ingredient by ingredient, like that would have been. And then instead of having, you know, four or five different things she's making per episode, um, you know, just one big, maybe one little thing, one big thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that would have worked. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think, and, okay. I think what they were trying to do uh, and failed uh, at doing is what at home with Amy Sedaris does and succeeds at. Yeah, it's definitely got the same feel. Like mm-hmm. when we started watching the Amy Sedaris show. Yeah. It uh, 
I was thinking of the Christine McConnell yeah. show the yeah. whole time. And so I think that maybe it was just bad writers, mm-hmm. you know, and no offense to anybody that happens to be listening that was attached to that production. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it just, there's just something about it. So unfortunately it got canceled. Yeah. And I think that's a shame um, because I think that if they would have gotten a second season, maybe they could have reworked it. Mm-hmm. But also I don't know if maybe Christine didn't like doing it. You know, I don't because I think she was more of a showcase person. I don't think because she seemed uncomfortable Mm -hmm. doing the step by step. So, yeah, I don't know. uh, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I didn't expect to go on such a little like tangent about (laughs) that. But, well, um, I will bring up though, do you know who's a really good replacement for her? Who's that? There's somebody on TikTok actually that's pretty much doing the same thing that Ooh, she's doing. Good old TikTok. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm more of the TikTok person because mm-hmm. I do mention it quite a bit on this. But um, there's this one creator called Nikal Karaz. Okay. And he makes like these little short videos kind of showing you how to make these little horror themed treats like mm-hmm. um for valentine's day he made these little pies mm-hmm. that were in the shape of a heart with an eyeball in the center oh <laughs> and he usually does show you kind of a step-by-step of how he did it and just his artistry with it is fantastic mm-hmm. so you should like if anybody out there is ha- happens to be like really curious about it um it's yeah. Nick Nikal Karaz, N I K K A L C A R A Z. Any other recommendations? Oh shoot! We almost forgot to mention another big freaking horror food person mm. on the internet, the Necronomicon. Ah uh, yes, yeah. I I thought. Um, when you brought this up, um, before doing the episode, I was, I slapped my head and I was just like, <gasps> yeah, I was and like, I almost, how did I not? I almost forgot again. Yeah. Yeah. You've got <laughs> it in your notes and you, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is about it. That's for, like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be forgettable, but yeah. it's, it's yeah. Like, yeah. If, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up face hugger chicken roast. Yeah. That's, the, that's their <laughs> most popular recipe i guess is the best way to put it mm-hmm. but they do actually have a website called uh eat the where they post all their recipes oh that's like, nice all their projects there you so go. they have a little bit of everything for you so when we get to a point in our our, our this modern world where we're able to host parties again yes <laughs> um you know for all those um culinarily culinarily that's better, yes. Culinarily uh, savvy listeners out there like uh, that like to bake or, or otherwise, there's some, you know, if you weren't aware. Yeah, eatthedead.com. Eatthedead.com. It's yeah. easy to remember. Eat the dead. It's like eat the rich. Yeah. But not as political. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. What, what didn't we bring up that you're like, why didn't they bring it up? Now I know, okay, there's two very specific things. Oh, yeah. That I did not bring up on purpose because I've already talked about them at least twice. Yeah. 
And so if if you've listened to older episodes, you'll you I, I think that you would figure this out. If you have not listened to those episodes, well then go back and listen to them. I'm not going to mention them in this episode. <laughs> I'm just saying that it would be dreadful if you hadn't listened to these older episodes. Wink. <laughs> All right, folks, that brings to the end another episode of Podcast Magoria. Next week. Oh, boy. Um, it's going to be definitely more in the realm of an autumn uh, thing. Um, <laughs> you know what else is going on in March other than we just had St. Patty's Day? Oh, I don't know what it could be, brother. <laughs> oh my uh, it's Wrestlemania Woo! so next episode we will be discussing horror themes in the World Wrestling Federation and maybe a couple of horror themes in, in some of the other guys too oh yeah because yeah. There, yeah. there's some stuff I gotta mention yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got some crazy stuff over there in Japan so oh yeah <laughs> so guys if you are fans of wrestling definitely tune in yeah because this is you know here we go uh and and oddly enough like if you're not a fan of wrestling you're missing out because if you like horror stuff there's some yeah you've, you've missed some really crazy things that we'll discuss in the next episode as always be sure that you have your timer set ding <gasps> what's coming out of the oven fresh Fresh out of the oven. Oh, it's a pie. But there's a, it's a little message written hmm. in the crust. Hmm. What does that message say? Uh, I can't see. There's too much smoke. Uh, these pies are burnt. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I made it out. It says, Spay Tukey? No, no. I'm not good at baking. I, I, I mean, it's kind of, it's still bubbling. Yeah. Like, I can't read it. Oh, I got it figured out now. Stay spooky. Caw, 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 oh no, caw, it's Blackbird caw, Pie. Caw, caw. <laughs> Bye. This has been a podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for more information about upcoming episodes and other spooky things out there for Podcast Magoria. And as always, stay spooky.